watching the monkey. Back, everybody, to another episode of, what is it? The Art of Being with the Act Matrix. Still. It's still that. (laughs) And I'm one of your hosts, Kevin, and I have another host here. Phil. Phil. And we have a guest. Okay. Christiana. Yeah. Witt. And she is now located in Germany. Uh, So, but first, a few words from Phil. Yes. So we, we, we go, well, we, we go jump in with the podcast with the shameless commerce plug, Christian. So Absolutely. the plug is really, we're sponsored by us. We are the sponsors. And uh, we have two ways that we're trying to sponsor ourselves because we've got to pay for this stuff, right? And the first way is we have uh, resurrected our Patreon page, which was there for a while. We brought it back. Mm. And uh, if you get a chance, please go to our Patreon page and become a a, a, a patron and buy us a cup of coffee. That's kind yeah. of the link is somewhere close to yeah, the. It's probably going to be underneath this somewhere. <laughs> if you can't find it, get a hold of us. We'll 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 steer you in the right direction. So you can use it to actually begin Act Matrix certification training too, which is the cool thing. If you sign up at a certain tier, I forget what is it, Kevin. It's about ten dollars a month or something like that. But you don't. No, have the five dollars get the $5, discount. Yeah, five dollars right. gets you in. Gets you a big discount for certification, which is the other thing that we do. We're into tra- teaching and training the Act Matrix. Now, the teaching part of it and the training part of it are always free. This podcast is part of it. We do webinars, which are part of it. Um, oh, they're free too. And they're free too. And there's a course inside of Kevin's site, which we can run you through. We're not going to do it today. But the, the idea is, is we want you to learn how to use it. And then when you think you're ready to become certified or you like to become certified in the ACT Matrix, you'd contact us. That is a fee. Uh, and then you could become part of our growing uh, community of certified ACT Matrix trainers. Yay. There you go. So there you go. That's our shameless commerce division. Awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just continue it because I just, I just love it. I know. Well, yeah. And then, well, now you can say, so, so your website is, I'm looking at it. I don't want to hack it up though. Maybe Abby I won't. Abbey of Horses. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. And what do you do at Abbey of Horses? So I think, We'll go back a little because yeah. I think ACT has so much to do with all we, of we, we love going back. Yeah, we, so right. <laughs> um, I've been uh, a coach since 2004. So that's a really long time. Yeah, in internet time, that's just in forever. Yeah. And before that was an <laughs> occupational therapist. So yeah. yes. you know, I've been with horses and helping for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have a certified uh, OT person. Yeah, oh, we do. Yeah. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as I grew, and we talked about this through my horsemanship, I realized that there was a disconnect between how I was de- dealing with my horses and my own spiritual path. Hmm. Okay. And because if you think about whips, spurs, harsh bits, ropes, mm-hmm. hobbling, you know, yeah. those are all terms we're all used to, but that was not who I was anymore. And gradually I started to get into this truly dark night of the soul where I wanted to be with my horses, but I had no way of understanding how to be with them. Because mm. as ACT teaches us, I was clearly out of alignment, out of values. Mm. I was completely living outside my own set of what I believe I wanted to be. So that sent me on an almost 20 year journey trying to find out how I could relate differently to horses. Mm, mm. How to relate differently to horses. I love it. Oh, we love it. And as I did, I began to gentle wild horses because once you have a domesticated horse, and I'm always going to bring this back to act, you're going to have, you buy in a lot of bad habits. (laughs) You sound like, you sound like a, the buck movie or whatever. reaction you buy conditioned behavior you buy all these negative feedback loops you you buy all that stuff so i thought well i don't want that so i'm going to get fresh Hmm. off the range right and then the question was of course how do you gentle them within the set of values Hmm. that you subscribe to 
Right. Because again, at that point, that was in 2007, there weren't all those videos out, you know, Buck hadn't done no. some major <laughs> yeah. wrestling with uh, wild horses. Videos, yeah, come on, YouTube videos, was barely going, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a really long story, but, and I didn't know, of course, anything about F, maybe I think even F wasn't created then yet, but it was really Just a little this, bit. Yeah. this disconnect between what I wanted to be for them and how my lifelong teaching, especially growing up in Germany, made me an adversary to them. Mm -hmm. So um, long story forward, you know, as I became more sensitive, as I listened to my own values, as I confronted my own habits, because my dad put me on a little pony when I was three, so he could go hiking in the German forest. Ah. So that made a lot of years of old conditioning from my side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I took all the old stories. I heard it in the back of my head, my yeah. German writing instructor, they're out to get you, you know, <laughs> go get them before they get you. Yeah, right. Yeah, Stuff whip like them into that. shape, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, whip them into shape. Correct. You know, don't yep. let them get away with this. Yep. You know? Yep. And so as I dropped everything, they mm. became truly wisdom teachers. Ah. The horses did. Yeah. The horses yeah. did. They yeah. do. In two ways. One is they dropped me into the present. Yep. They were my number one mindfulness teachers. Mm. You know, when you're with them, especially with the wild ones, there is no space to think about something else. As a matter of fact, I did that once and I still have a hole in my leg. To Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> painful <laughs> lesson there right correct like right into you know they don't have any shoes on so yep. right to the phone yep. you know yep. hello pay attention yep. to me so one i noticed them being mindfulness teachers but then i also noticed as i became more mindful i can drop them deeper into mindfulness mm -hmm. so now it became this dance yeah where when I became calm, they started to chew and lick and their muscles started to relax. Yeah, you can see their face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You were noticing, yeah, you were noticing the physical changes, yes. Mm. So total mirror. Yeah. No. Yes. Right? When I came, especially when they were still pretty wild, like in the gentling process, when they were really, really sensitive, because even the wild ones do get conditioned to, you know, as, having weird habits and yeah, hey, millions, of, sure years, millions of years of evolution. They're right? still their products yeah. of their environment. Yeah, right, so, right, right. right. But when you first do it, you know, you twitch a little finger and they do something and you realize, oh, my finger is doing this. So you have to be really, really present. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so the gentling process now became my spiritual practice. Mm. Got it. That is I, cool. I would sit with them, really practice my mindfulness. And I started to, see them drop mm. and then yep. as they dropped i felt like like a vortex pulling me even deeper ah. so the gentling became us more or less like taking naps together yeah it it i had dropped all techniques yeah and just became that you weren't trying to get them anywhere at that point right no yeah and and by just being completely in the process <laughs> the most beautiful union occurred there you go you know? And then moving mindfulness as we started to dance together, mm -hmm. I started to learn that. So that was the very first thing I noticed. And then the second thing I noticed is that they will continue to be mirrors. If I fell back into habits of power, I need to control, <laughs> I need to be loved. <laughs> and if I was greedy and I was asking for too much, I yep. mean, literally all the sins you know, without getting religious. Yeah. They were reflecting that back <clears throat> yeah. to me because it was cutting that union yeah. in a second. Because mm -hmm. once you earn it, they expect it from you. Well, they absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, they, right. Do not re they don't accept that all of a sudden you go, excuse me, yeah. now you're demanding yeah. this from me? Yeah. Well, no, they, they won't make excuses no. for you. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, <laughs> They're going to so keep you honest, right? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Keep you honest, right? Yeah. So my need for love, if I had to send them away, I had to overcome my fear that I broke the connection, even though mentally I knew that they would come back. Mm -hmm. I was afraid of losing the friendship. Yeah. 
Sure. Yeah, so people horse pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> horse pleasing. I love it. <laughs> people pleasing became horse pleasing. Horse pleasing. Yes, I yeah, love it. <laughs> Only, of course, to for me to notice how much I was actually people pleasing. Yeah. Sure. Right? Sure. And and a sense of control and overthinking mm. and problem solving when there really wasn't a problem mm. and um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kept me so yeah. honest. Yep. So you've been at you've been at this a long time. Yeah. 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 So it was the initial piece, you know, of act as accepting all the shit that was, you know, bad habits, feelings, worries, fear. I had to really live with it. And Mm -hmm. if you're not authentic with them and you just pretend to be something different, they will react to what you Mm. feel, not what you think you're going to tell them. I I teach, I tell my clients who are also horse lovers, how many times have you said to your horse canter, but in your body and mind, you said, Oh God, no, no." (laughs) it never works. Oh yeah. 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 The outside, the inside aren't lined up, right? (laughs) They smell that. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm, talk to people i said the hor- horses know whether you know about horses when you get out of your pickup truck and they went what and i was like oh they really do <laughs> <laughs> as soon as of course i say pickup truck from, uh, oh from I, that's the one vehicle i miss you right, <laughs> but, but i said you don't understand they've already got a beady eye on you when you get out of that and they've yeah. already seen you and they know whether you know horses or not Right. And they right, know right. how centered you are. They yep. completely mm. know it. Yep. Uh, especially the, so we now then ended up gentling dozens and dozens and dozens of wild horses, my husband and I. And um, they just, it, it's like they're consenting to us. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Because we never wanted obedience because that was them doing the act game, you know. Well, there, 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 there you go. Okay, so let's catch some people up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. bet you yeah. some people are going to go on this website and they're going to go, what in the hell are these people talking about? <laughs> okay, go with uh, Okay, and, and so I've just been around this enough to know. Uh, so, so folks out there, you can, you can go, and if you have in your idea that you're going to train a horse, Okay, you'll think of training, and then and and uh, Christiana already mentioned like bull whips, yeah, and, and and painful things to get get them to do what you want them to do, right? So that's what most people think of training as. Even with dogs and stuff, you're trying to get them to do yeah. what you want them to do, yeah. and the, you come in with this tremendous control strategy. I am going to control. Now, horses are different. Of course, even big dogs is somewhat like this. But horses, a lot of pounds. Uh, <laughs> and they they really have a whole lot to say about what you they do and what they don't do. Um, and so you can get, I think, Buck. And, and when I say Buck, there's this movie called Buck, B-U-C-K. It's actually quite poignant movie. Uh, has some good, really good stuff about horse training and stuff, but it's also about Buck and yeah. uh, and he was a he was a troubled cult. Let's put it that way. He was mistreated a lot yeah. himself, uh, and he became the uh, stunt guy or well, the trainer for the Robert Redford movie, The Horse Whisperer. And so, so it's it's worth a watch. Not that you'll get everything you ever need to know about horsemanship out of it, but it's just still. And it's gorgeously shot, isn't it? And it's this beautiful cinematography of the thing. It's gorgeous. But he'll get into that a little bit about, uh, you know, what you're demanding. And so a lot of people don't know that when you show up and what, now what Christiana is talking about is you show up to that horse (laughs) and you don't have an agenda. That's your trick. And it's a a hell of a trick for a human to pull off. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> to not have an agenda. Uh, and so much of our lives is that you know, it's an agenda. We're going to control somebody else. We're going to control something. You know? uh, and no, you don't. And it's the illusion of control because we get into it. And, we, and this is a topic we've gotten into. And by the way, we're sitting in the middle of the pandemic. 
So if you're listening to this podcast 20 years from now, <laughs> those folks are sitting in the middle of the COVID-19 epidemic and we're all sitting at home and everybody got to realize, oh yeah, I guess I really don't have control. <laughs> That life I thought I had. I, I thought I was I the master of my universe, <laughs> and suddenly I'm sitting here at home. <laughs> I'm not the master Security of my universe. Security and safety, gone. <laughs> gone. Right. Just gone. They're just birds. So you get so it, gone. Right. So it's helped with that illusion of control, but that's it. So the first step in all of this is to go in and meet that horse actually any animal but horses are really good because they're very horses and humans have almost exactly the same amount of what i call skittishness right right they're afraid of being eaten we're afraid of being eaten yeah. so we're all skittish we're all sort of nervous we're all really hyper you know you know aware of being criticized and stuff you know we were, and I, I think that's part of the connection to humans and horses yeah, is that 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 shared preservation right what, what i call skittishness you know mm -hmm. and so but so when you go and meet that horse you need to meet that horse right where it is uh with with and and to drop that expectation of control is what christiana is talking about and it's a practice I'm certainly not practiced at it, but I can tell by her language that she is. Mm -hmm. I would love to go practice it, but I would need to go find some wild horses. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that, and like ACT teaches us, it's living with the discomfort that that brings up. Exactly, because that's going to bring up a lot of fear. It yep. does. It is. That's a lot, a lot of fear when you think about letting go of control. Yep. So I have a... a let's put it to a horse story because that's how sure. most people yeah. learn right? right so we had all these uh, mustangs in our place in oregon and we chose to take three to germany it's extremely expensive we couldn't take them all most of them weren't really good candidates to take so we decide we go to oregon to the blm the bureau of land management mm -hmm. take and bring one more home and that's the one i was going to take with me okay in general, I was able to touch them within 48 hours. You know, I knew what I was doing. You knew what you were <laughs> doing, right? Always yeah. when you okay, let's go back to She just said touch them. She meant yeah. touch the horse within 48 hours. Yeah, like hours. a wild horse. Right, go out and try it sometime, folks. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> so this little girl that I chose uh -huh. took me two months. Ah, she had a different Two months. Ah. Five hours a day in the snow with freezing feet where I couldn't use control because yeah. the ground was frozen. I would have mm -hmm. broken her feet. Right. And she taught me more about patience and mm -hmm. surrender mm -hmm. while the plane was already booked. So you get this <laughs> deadline yeah. and the surrender having to, you know, it, it creates all of this stuff inside of you. Oh, yeah. And that was the last thing that she needed. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, you she could didn't need your smell stuff. me from up the hill. Yeah, right. <laughs> here, here comes that person. With she, the stuff. she knew you had an agenda. Uh, she, could smell your, she could smell your agenda coming. I mean, I would like, I would break out screaming in, in frustration. Yeah, yeah. I would go to my husband. This is never going to happen. Why are we going to do this horse? The plane is waiting. I love it. Exactly. And he would just laugh at me and just, just do it again. Yeah. Two months until I could touch her. Mm. Two months. Yeah, that's, all, that's some patience. That's some hanging weeks, in there. That's some hanging yeah, in there. That eight weeks taught me more because I had to sit with that anxiety for yeah. eight weeks. So as with, with, you know, the first part of ACT is to actually really feel this stuff and not yeah. expect it to away it yeah. never went away it's just gonna be there it's never going away you're right you're right yep. she was just my motivation yeah as a matter of fact she had this terrible dreadlock which a lot of wild horses have mm. and as a woman that was my motivation that and she wouldn't let me touch her yeah, it was right. just well, like, we're talking about you. impulses and urges and mm. addictions mm. Yeah. <laughs> they all yeah. showed up. It was all yeah. there. It was all there. 
all showed up. And I would put my hands out, and poof, she was gone. She was gone. Boom. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, if probably everybody can relate to oh, that sense definitely. of anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, that. Oh. Mm. Once, though, I let her into my world, then she let me into her world. After that, it was, it was literally slow to fast. And I think that's how it happens in life. Yeah. 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 Make that connection. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of scenes you're, I know they, through a lot of talking, I think these people who make films have tried to portray some of this stuff Mm -hmm. uh, with images. And so in the Horse Whisperer movie, with Robert Redford. The original movie, right. The original movie. Uh, And they have a scene where he just sits down in the middle of a pasture. Mm -hmm. And they show this time lapse going. Now, the time lapse is sort of like the two months that Christiana was waiting, but they don't have two months in a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what it is, he's just sitting there waiting for the horse to come to him. He just sits. And that's what they're trying to portray in a movie sense uh, to give you a visualization of that. You know, you, you'll, you meet the horse where it is uh, and it comes to you. Uh, and he was, if you don't know the movie, he was working with a traumatized horse uh, that had been in a very bad accident. And so uh, he was working to, yeah. To, to calm, to, to get reconnected with a traumatized horse, right? Which, you know, different. Uh, but, but nevertheless, that's, that's, that's what they were trying to portray, uh, that patience. And the, the you know, the, it's the same as what we do in meditation. It's the same what we do in prayer. Um, it's, it's really what all mature spirituality teaches. It's not about what I can get. Exactly. And if I just think really positive thoughts, then I'm going to go yeah. and buy this mansion that's on my vision. Good stuff board. is going to happen. Not that. Oh, Lord, won't there you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there is no guaranteed outcomes. There was no guarantee that she's going to connect with me. No, there's no guarantee. No. And, and that's, I think, to me, then developed into. Um, out of after well, the psychological well, coaching tool developed into a spiritual. Well, let's let's go back to that for a second. Mm-hmm. Y- you can tell I'm into this. I love this stuff. Uh, but you got to go with with it that if she never came to you, that's mm-hmm. okay. That would be okay. That's okay. And if that's that's the trick of this business, it might be that she's just going to be a horse over there and you're going to be a human over here. And that's the way it's going to be. Right. Yeah. And if that's the way it turns out, that's the way life is. That's okay. Uh, But what it actually taught me, and this is also really interesting because we are addicted to touching horses. Oh yeah. People love to do that. Yeah, they do. Since she didn't allow that, I was, I was forced to feel the connection yeah. without the oh, oh. And Buck talks about and that. You, you know, they, and they portray that in the movie yeah. too. You know Buck sat around hours talking with these people and stuff. But you'll go in and he'll just hold his hands like, like this. And it just... And develop the connection with the horse. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, that, that's what they're, the same thing they're trying to portray is that... Right. Uh, because they're extraordinarily intuitive. And whether they're picking up on electrical signals from you or just your body language, who knows? We can't interview them and find out. We don't know. But once you're around, once, they can, once you're within their presence, literally, they feel you. They can, but then there's this temptation once again, you know, because mm-hmm. ego gets really quite shape shifter. So then it gets like, well, if I do this correctly, then they're going to come. <laughs> and there's the expectation yeah, coming yeah, in yeah. there. Right? <laughs> sneaky judging, as we call it. Yeah, we would call it sneaky judging. Yes, exactly. You're, you're right. judging right. yourself right. as I'm not doing this. If I do it. Uh, I must be holding my little yeah. finger wrong. Right. <laughs> and I'm not good enough. Yeah, and oh, I'm that's good. Nice I'm not good yeah. enough. The close cousin of uh, not doing this correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
to me, then that helped me really drop into a more mature way of, of union with the divine, with the mystery, with the universe, mm -hmm. whatever one wants to call yeah. that, is that I just... That the, Hank Robb, you ought to listen to Hank Robb's oh, yeah. podcast with us. Okay. He calls it the buzz of being. There you go. Isn't that a cool term? The that buzz of being. It's not, it's, it's not language. Yeah. It's no. just buzz. Right. It's, it's that, that's what you would be. But we can't produce it. I can't no. just, okay, if I sit long enough in my meditation, no. then I'm going to be, you know, it manifests up. It God manifests is going to come or something. Uh, it's it time is. for me to do the buzz of being. Yeah. I will wool it here. <laughs> no. don't, don't work that way. Yeah. And more I did that than with her, then all of a sudden I get a little touch on my shoulder, mm. you know, and. Mm. That's the union. Yep. Right there. That's cool. Yeah. And then that's you lose great. it again. Just like with with spirituality, yeah, you know, you connect and you back lose to it. it. Yeah. Right. And over time you trust that You trust you trust it'll come back. Yeah. 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 Right. And it'll guide you. It'll, well, it'll probably show up. I just said, I just translated it in the right. acronym. That's how we right. say it. It'll, <laughs> it'll come back around. <laughs> but it's not my job and, to ask. And, and then I'll say it like Buck would say. And then I would say it like Buck. Buck would say it. You know what? It probably will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all you got, that's is it you probably got. will. That's all you got, yeah. No, no, you don't have any guarantees. You just got that it probably will. And there right. you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, so now we've uh, long played with uh, the connection to horses and, and how much sort of like being at, well, Hank Rob brought it up, being right in the center. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, you're, you're going to find it strange. I actually talked to Buck Brenneman about this, being right in the center of the act matrix. Mm -hmm. And because it relates to, you know, being centered with a horse, being centered right. on a horse. Oh, good he, point. He liked it. Yeah. <laughs> because you had to be extraordinarily aware of your own senses, okay. you know, your own feelings. I mean, you know. The impulses, the urges, you know, for a woman especially, that hint that wants to touch that uh, horse. Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 you know? Or talking. Yeah. That's another one. Um I have a lifelong habit of talking to them when I go there. Yeah. And I've recently been silent. Well, some of them like it. They do, but it breaks the. Oh, yeah. Well, it breaks the nonverbal bond, right? Exactly. And it's a slight control because they're conditioned to listen to a lot of words. Their vocabulary, their human vocabulary, ours is tremendously strong. They probably know for 40 words or so. So it's a shortcut to get what I want. Yeah, exactly, right. You know, cluck or let's instead, go. Or, instead of just shutting up and talking with your butt. Yeah. That's when yeah. you're sitting up on a horse. Buck would say, talk with your butt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just because they, he drops the reins down and puts everything and he just communicates right. totally through his through butt. Body. Right. right. And that's, right. that's kind of the goal that you flow with life as you flow with your horse that's why yep. horsemanship can be such a beautiful practice if you end up and also the subtlety you know you can be more and more subtle less and less reactive slow down I, there's so much about that oh and when yeah. i coach i have another thing and you touched on that horses don't just fly i mean that's what they have in common with us is the flight instinct mm -hmm. but just like us you know we have the three if we get mm -hmm. cornered enough, we fight and yeah. or we freeze or we fall into and cleave. Yep. Right. Right. Horses do that too. Yeah. Yep. And every horsewoman that I coach understands that that's a reaction. That's the instinctive reaction, and that horsemanship is nothing else but helping them learn to respond. Mm -hmm. So, in what way is that different from act? Not at all. Same thing. There's nothing. There's not at all. No. Right. And so. <laughs> That's how it ended up becoming trot to thrive. That was my psychological or coaching aspect of it. And T stood for taking it all in, 
R for resetting and recentering, O for observation, and T for taking action. Ah, okay. No, I can't. I've, I've gotten distracted. I'm sorry. Yeah, go, go over that again. Can't yeah. believe this. No, no, man. But this must be what she's talking about. It yeah. says on her website, on Christiana's website, it says, join the order of horse crazy monks. Yeah. So yeah. that's what you're talking about. Yeah. So now I'm taking it from the, the coaching aspect to really a spiritual practice. I a spiritual practice. With the, with the Enneagram. Uh, as a discovery tool and then act and put the horses in as the wisdom guides to facilitate mm. act. Wow. So you got to have access to horses. Uh, my clientele is horse lovers, but for 99% of them have horses. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, of course they would. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, oh. some people say they, they see him. I mean, they're attracted to them, but they don't have one. But for the vast majority, they do mm -hmm. own one. And especially in this time of, of crisis, they can't go to retreats. And so my next right. step now is to develop a home retreat that involves all of these seven steps, mm -hmm. yep. basically at home. Okay. So they would be at home with their horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the most, some people can't even go to their barn currently. Yeah, right. Don't have that. access. Exactly. And that's the way a lot of people have. I live in the state of Maine, and a lot of people keep their horses at barns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same here. Pennsylvania. They're off limits. Yeah. You know, yeah. Unless you just have your own, your yeah. own stuff. You know, your, your own I, stuff. thank goodness, live in the lovely country of Germany, which, thanks to World War II, cannot restrict people to their homes. <laughs> Oh really? Wow. Well, I, technically, you can't in the United States either. But uh, yeah, it's a freedom act. Or well, I mean, the main thing is they want is that you don't contact other humans right, and spread right, around right. the COVID nineteen. Right, right. Which is cool not to do that. <laughs> we got a lot of troubles with that here in the USA. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. But getting past this, you can go find a horse or. Uh, Go hang, you know, I don't know, if, if you're into that kind of stuff. It's very, very, very cool stuff. And you can get a flavor for it, for looking at uh, Christiana stuff, watching some movies. Yes. There's some other stuff uh, because of YouTube. You can watch the people who taught Buck. Uh, ah, and yeah, those, they're, sure. they're cool. Uh, and I'm blanking on his name. Oh, there's Tom Durant. Tom Durant, yes. right. He's, yeah. he's cool. There's you ever seen him? Ray Hunt. Ray Hunt, and that's the other Ray Hunt. Those are some fun videos that are now rather easy to get a hold of, and those are cool to watch those old guys working. They, as they, for Abby grows, I'm hoping to invite, um, yeah, okay. you know, like-minded horse trainers yeah, yeah. that have that really that same philosophy where well, I, they, I just basically do the soul care and they do the horsemanship part. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really yeah. cool um, trainer right now, Warwick Schiller. Who's completely converted? I've seen that name. Yeah, well, I'm on the, I'm on a couple of the email lists, so I've seen yeah, his name. Yeah, come up. really great. So yeah. it's it's a beautiful trend to where horses, you know, they they made it, you know, they obviously helped us build this world to this point. Absolutely. You know, wars. Then they were yeah. ego satisfactions. Yeah, they've been around longer than us too. So <laughs> to me, it's there's a new place now for them. Yeah. And in some way, this crisis seems to have ushered them in. It is. What Christiana is talking about, it's, it's funny. New York City used to have a huge, absolutely unmanageable horse manure problem. Hmm. I'm serious because there were so many horses in New York City. I'm sure this is that way in London and Berlin and all kinds of places. Of That horses were such the engine of of you know, e economic progress. growth, right. you know, progress that, uh, of course, they poop like crazy. And so they had, they were hauling out their poop from the streets and making giant mountains of it. And it was just a mess. And then, of course, it disappeared because the electric, the uh, gas engine came along with Henry Ford and stuff. But that's really back in the days where horses, for the most part, were very mistreated. Uh, they, they were nothing. Are. All right, uh, and 
Yeah, well, okay. So back then they were ninety nine point nine nine percent mistreated. True. Today <laughs> now we have a now we've at least edged down off of that a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, right? It's uh, but it's still ego satisfaction tool. You'll still yeah. see people whipping horses and hobbling yep. horses and and doing really mean. Uh, I love Buck's term. It's medieval. Mm. <laughs> and their abuse of them and beating on them and stuff. And, uh, and you know. often unconscious, just yeah. like with ACT, you know, people are just not aware of their habitual yeah. behaviors or they don't know better. You if can, they don't have any tools, that's where you, yeah. you, you resort to violence just, or just control. Just do what you learn to do, right. Right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you always think about you're going to beat on them or something. Or, uh, and that's, that, but now that's where we can transfer. It's the same with your dogs. But, but I don't know if I learned this from Franny. I think it was Franny. And when I say Franny, Franny is a horse whisperer kind of person who lives in Limerick, Maine, who Buck has come to visit for being near 30 years. So she predates Buck, this guy from the, the horse whisperer. And I think it was Franny that taught me the concept of make the right thing easy to do. And the wrong thing wrong. And then she said, and she said, and that just translates to everything. Yeah. She says, if you got pigeons doing something you don't like in the barn, we'll make some the right thing easy for those pigeons to do. And of course, now the right thing is the thing that's least hassle on you. But if you sort of take that approach to things, mm -hmm. the, the, well, I'm just going to make the right thing easy to do here. Uh, it's really a sea change for you in dealing with any, well, and then it becomes in dealing with animals because right. you'll, believe it or not, we'll, we'll even say uh, with our website work, with uh, Phil and I, we'll say, well, we need to make the right thing easy to yeah, do. That's our constant yeah. question. <laughs> How do we make the right thing easy to do? <laughs> How do we help other people make the right thing easy? <laughs> that's it. Well, I know, I know in my life, I certainly like it when somebody makes the right thing easy to do. Oh, yeah. Right, uh, and, but but with with your dogs and with your cats and your birds and whatever and your other people for teenagers and oh, stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking children, right? And children, if you'll think of this term of well, well, how can I make the right thing easy to do? Yeah. Uh, or uh, yeah, Warwick Schiller always says um, the horse needs to know the answer before you ask the question. There you go. Right. Yeah, you know, it's another of those things like like with your with act when we teach it to people if they don't know yeah. what causes their habitual behavior or what their habitual yeah. behavior is how can they find an answer they can't, they to can't it? do anything with it right yep. they can yeah you know you, ha you have to before you say well how can i change you got to know how to yeah like i want to change well you need to know how. yeah well like you say you stop you drop, you get mindful, right? And then yeah. stuff starts to happen. That's the way that I look at it, right? Stuff yeah. starts to happen. Yeah, first, first, you got to pause. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Right. And be open to those really negative feelings. I Never think that's the yeah. uh, In this crisis, I have to really say that I owe ACT so much mm. because I, the first, when it first came out, the news and all of this, I got... You know, here I was teaching to be an observer of your fear, and I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to observe your fear up close and personal, right? Yeah. All of us did. Me too. Oh. Humbled. I got humbled. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yikes. Uh, and, and, but because I understood what was happening, yeah. I could then take action to, you know, how can I untangle myself? How can I unhook? How can I open one little knot of that big thing? Yeah. Um, and, and start to observe and observe how nervous I was about all this mm. and how frightening it really was. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, in the O, there's also part of it's probably more spiritual about discernment. You know, am I acting out of fear mm -hmm. or am I acting out of my values? Well, there you go. Is it an away or a toward move? What yeah, is it? All right. right. Well, maybe, it's, maybe it's a little of both. Yep. Right. <laughs> Which we all find oftentimes a little bit of both. Right. Yeah. Well, sometimes we're just humans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. And so now I'll translate it a little bit 
for what I've done with horses in the past. And I still go ride, uh, by the way. Uh, I don't own a horse, so just go go ride one every once in a while just for the fun of it. Uh, and uh, humans do things to get relief from fear and anger and pain and such. And we do things to get satisfaction, you know, like when we eat something or whatever, get a hug or whatever. Guess what? Horses do the same thing. It's so when you walk in and you first look at a horse, you're just looking at something doing toward the wave moves. But that's all. Uh, you're, and here we go. You just got to line up your toward and away shit with their toward and away shit. Once you get that all lined up, you're all, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I teach my clients is that the limbic system is identical. Right? It's, it's absolutely identical. That's, right. yeah, that's not where it's not here that we make nope. that decision. It's back there, and the and way. so and that's really fun about my clients because they may not see it in themselves, but they know what it looks like in their horse. Exactly right. And right. and so then they can take that image and go, "Oh my God, I'm doing the same thing." Uh huh. That's uh -huh. it. And <laughs> so that that really helps with insight. Yeah. It helps a lot with insight. It really does. It, Mm -hmm. Oh, for whatever reason, it seems p people see that better in horses than most any other animal. Mm. You know, the toward and away, the, the limbic Because well, the flight so. is so strong, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think we intuitively know that they are flight animals. And so when they lean towards us, we see that as a gift. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gift. Yep, we don't is. take that for granted, like often with the dog. Oops, yep. sorry, my dog is like yeah, that's just what that's just what a dog's <laughs> supposed to do, right? Yep. Yeah. It, with the horse, there's something about like, oh, you know. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter. I just, yesterday I watched a, a little video clip of people taking the horses to a retirement home in Ohio or somewhere during oh. this crisis, mm -hmm. and these older people, you know, totally isolated in their rooms, sure. but it was ground level. Mm -hmm. And so through the window, so they can see the window, right? Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, leaning, right? They're all leaning. <laughs> the heart just opens up, you yeah. know, because nice. for some reason, is we know intuitively it's a gift when they come towards us. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. Way cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. So people need to go to your your website here. Yes. We got to go on shameless commerce. Here we go. Let's do. You, it. Want, you, you want know where we get that. Christian, the shameless, no, the shameless commerce, commerce division. No, I don't know what's coming. Uh, there's this, there's this radio show that used to came out, come out of Boston, yeah. which was uh, Boston Public Radio, and there was these two guys who were graduates of MIT, Massachusetts uh -huh. Institute of Technology, and they did this hilarious show called Car Talk. Car Talk. Now right. I remember. Well, Car Talk are. used to yeah, always. Yeah. They they would break off and they would say, and now for our yeah. shameless commerce division. I remember it now. I remember it now. I would listen to it on Saturday don't listen, to, don't listen to my brother. Don't listen, yeah, to, don't my listen to my brother. Oh, you you this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved um, it. I loved it. Well, Phil and I got the compliment once that we sounded like sort of like car talk, you know, for act or the Matrix and stuff. It's our <laughs> fans in the back. Yeah, people that fix cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are a couple of MIT guys that yeah, fixed cars, but you'd have never known that. They were cool. Yeah, they, were um, great. they were great. So anyway, but they had their shameless commerce division, which is, of course, their part was they were trying to either to get pledges for the Boston radio station or sell mugs and T-shirts and yeah. stuff or whatever. Uh, and so we have yours, but you have your site. You have yeah. your website, which is, well, be www.abbeyofhorses.com. Abbey of we'll get you there. And uh, and it, you go there because it's got really pretty pictures. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Very, very. And really I just um, want to say that it was very interesting. This whole crisis has really shifted something in me in terms of business model as well. Prior, you know, I have so much experience in this. There was like big courses mm -hmm. and they were expensive. And, and something about it, the crisis just brought me back to... I just want to be with people. I just, I don't know. There's a real softening. I think yeah. that occurred. Yeah. Softening. That's, a, that's a, I mean, wow. you, you talk like a horse person. Yeah. 
That's a compliment, by the way. But <laughs> that, uh, every 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 natural horse person I ever heard talk, uses that word softening. Yeah, it was. Notice the softening. Yeah. Notice you'll hear Bucket in the movie. You'll say, "Hey, did you see that soften? Did you see it?" And of course, the people are standing around go, "They didn't see nothing," but oh. he did. He saw oh, the softening. I, <laughs> I want that when I see it in a horse anyway. Yeah, right? And so um, currently, I'm really just doing very low-based uh, financial, you know, financially low-based yeah. soul care for people that are really frightened during this time. Sure. Yeah, that's what, yeah, we, sort of what we're up to. Is, yep. You know, and it, it feels, it doesn't mean it feels good as, you know, it, it feels right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Yep. You come, we actually have two broadcasts. Uh, one, this is one, which mm -hmm. is the podcast. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this pretty popular, actually, uh, called Matrix Talk webinar series. And you ought to come on and, Let's do and it. take people oh, around yeah, yeah. a couple Definitely. of loops of the Matrix. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. uh, that would be. Talk that. about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then we would do it as a special event. Uh, and well, we, we've already, even without you, we already have one coming up. What's the yeah. name of it, Phil? Uh, on Friday? No, no. Next Wednesday, we have Sorting, Verbal Aikido, oh, yeah. and, horse and, whispering and Horse Whispering Through the Pandemic. Yeah. Cool. I hear yeah. go. go. That's next that. Wednesday at 1 o'clock. next Wednesday. Because uh, so, we like this stuff. Yeah. yeah. We've been at it for years. Yeah. This is not new territory to us. And as a matter of fact, you're not the only horse person that uses the ACT Matrix. Mm. Cool. Uh, and so just sort of cool to, to know about other people. <clears throat> well, it's all about getting lined up, you know, and you yeah. know what that means, yeah, get lined yeah. up, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so that's, and that's another horse talk, folks, that's lined <laughs> up. Just know yeah, that. That's a horse talk vocabulary. Uh, well, you don't you know, hear the, the horse, at least it, what would oftentimes is called natural horsemanship. I'm sure there's n other new buzzwords to it, but back in the old days, you may have heard yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it was called. And, and what that was opposed from beating the hell out of horses, that, <laughs> which was bad, you know. Yeah, it was uh, somebody uh, who don't particularly <laughs> like pointed as a marketing <laughs> yeah. exactly so yeah. so at least they were distinguishing between those two things you know, one was beat on horses and the other was not uh and we will definitely go for the not then we'll right. expand right. from there yeah. um and it's uh, more like um what's really honestly what it is psychological writing i mean psychological horsemanship now there's That's a really yeah. is you know um hey, maybe you got a new term here. Yeah. <laughs> there we go there you go but um, yeah, it, it, I mean, I we could do it. Oh, 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 we're no, riffing now. We're maybe. riffing. We could, we, we could do a, uh, we could do one of the uh, webinars with that as a title. Yeah. Psychological horsemanship. That'd be great. That'd be really. Write that down, Phil. Phil's the Phil's our writer. Phil's our writer down of everything. See, I'm taking all of my notes right here. <laughs> That's what the production assistant has to do. See, I got like, to. Yeah. And, and, and we like to make it toward the pandemic. So it'd be like psychological horsemanship for the pandemic or something. Or during hard times. You know? during, you know, you're right. Yeah, or during uh, hard times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that, would be, that, that would be yeah. good. Um, and then you could come on and talk about that. And that would We'd be cool. To. And We'd then we to. could expand it past just horses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. That's what we do. Right. That's what it's we're doing. Oh, it's like a jumping board, you know, but it's. it's yeah. That's why, you know, I'm not making them priests or anything no. like this. It's just, it's, it's a means through which a lot of people understand this yeah. easier. That's people oh, they yeah. resonate, resonate, they resonate yeah. with it. They do. Yeah, they get a lot out of yeah. it. They do. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people who have been reading my book that are not horse people. And they're like, yeah. I, I get it. I get I it. Yeah. And to its credit, that, that documentary buck, mm -hmm. You know that the vast majority of people that looked at that, they've never been around yeah. horses much mm -hmm. of any, but mm -hmm. they got something out of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. You know, they, yeah, they so and, right. So that's a, that's a cool thing. Yeah. And, and, and my reading. big dream, I've got to state it. Oh yeah. Before yeah, I forget it. Dream. Go ahead. So I moved to Germany, right. And 
we had our horses. We bought a little, um, we bought a farm in Germany. So one of my I would hope that you have horses on a farm. Let's go. If it was in the middle of Berlin, Berg, oh my. No, out in this beautiful country here. But so we realized, well, we don't really do anything with them here on the pasture. And we found 10 minutes from here this, you wouldn't believe it. It's like a right out of Montana, a Western ranch. Really? Oh. With a saloon and everything. So we moved our horses there. They have cabins. They have a covered arena. Oh. And my goal is to create like a week-long immersion yeah. where I bring people through acts. I bring them through wow. horses. Like a retreat kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Like a retreat. Wow. It's a trekking station. So they can also go on these amazing rides. They through can continue on their journey. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. Wow. So that's my dream. When this that's is all over. Dream. I was going to say, when it's all over, we'll, we'll have to do something. Maybe yeah. we can come over and do it We're with you. Head over to, yeah. Oh, that, I mean, they're oh, so good. set up. It's so perfect. And right Oregon, there. I tried to We're think of, how could I do this in my place? Uh -huh. And now, you know, move to Germany crying. and they okay. have the perfect setup. Cool. So, yeah. That is cool. That's uh you know, when you stated it, it happens. So yeah, exactly. I guess I don't know. At well, least you one keep step closer to it. At least you keep that. doing stuff to try and make it sound. That's what we do. We have a we have, you know we 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 that is Phil and I oftentimes go over that we know uh, how to find enlightenment. Yes. And you may have heard this: chop wood, carry water, eat when you're hungry. Sleep when you're tired. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's how we build all of this podcast and all of this this uh, yeah. matrix talk thing and all that we do is yeah. this. Yeah, we get up in the morning and we yeah. just chop wood and chop carry wood. <laughs> Get something to eat. Yeah. Fire it up. <laughs> yeah. We just go on about it. You know, me. It's, it's funny. It's, it's, so I help people with their own, you know, with their soul work, sure. but I also help a selected number of people with their vocation. Yeah. And it's horse inspired, usually vocation. Yeah. And we're looking at offers and we're looking at messaging and that kind of a mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And it gets, I mean, I fall into this too. It gets so overcomplicated. Yeah. Oh and my. then I tell them exactly what you are saying. You know, come on, <laughs> let's just do what feels right in the moment. Yeah. Feel as quickly as you yeah. can. And then try something yeah. else until yeah. it yeah. sticks. Yeah. You know? yeah. You're making me think of one of, my, one of my son's good friends a couple of years ago. He was giving a... Uh, a talk he was really nervous and you could tell he's and finally he just took a breath he said well you don't know until you go my mantra i walked up to him afterwards and that was the greatest line i wrote <laughs> I don't know until you go that's just the bottom line right and completely aligned with act that's right it. <laughs> totally you feel it you're like okay a couple of deep breaths i'm just gonna do it and, there go. you know, take it with you most of my clients and me included, I have to watch this all the time. We overthink it, we overplan it, we overworry it, we over everything. It just, just do it. So yeah. I love your philosophy. Yeah, and, well, that's um, his philosophy. That's, that's Pete. <laughs> Pete's and philosophy. Plus, then spirit <laughs> has has a way to help. Yeah. You know, when we overplan yeah. it, overthink yeah. it, then yeah. we kick in every oh, uh, serendipitous event. Exactly. Out, right. So we'll do the, so, okay. Oh, no, that's, a, that's the timing's okay. I was thinking about the Matrix talk. So we do it at 1 o'clock, so you will be at 7 p.m. your time. So you'll still be awake. Yeah. Right, so cool. Okay. So we'll do it, and, and Phil's got the title, right? Uh, psychological psychological horsemanship, horsemanship During Hard Times. Right. Oh, oh so that sounds good. I want to attend. <laughs> You even want to come to your own, the own, your own webinar. <laughs> well, you know what? You will. <laughs> oh, that's so fun! Thank you'll you. just be on. You'll just be on this side of the broadcast instead of the other. Uh, you like Wednesdays or Fridays better? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, then we'll. Uh, we always do Monday as the beginning matrix, where we yeah. take people around a couple of loops. Let's do the basics. You know, the setup. You know. Yeah. The, okay. 
Now, you'll find it. I'll oftentimes refer to it as setting up the round pin. Which we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Who knows that? Set up the boundaries. Yeah. Set up the boundaries. There's my round pin right there. Actually, there's, there's a circle we put around it, and that's the round pin. So we do have to make this weak thing here in Germany happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. So, we, so we set up the round pin, but then on Wednesday and Friday, we're, we get we, crazy. We play. We play. We play. We so play. is it the same people that do Monday, Wednesday, Friday? No, anybody can show up anytime. It's okay. A, okay. Kevin and I are always oh, there. No. Well, Kevin, well, no, Phil and I are there. Yeah. But then, if you so want to be the same up. people, but we have guest people come yeah. on. We have persons of uh, Dana Lee Bagley from uh, Halifax came yeah. on yesterday. She was great. Yeah. If you could send me a link to that. Oh, so no, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not to worry. We'll send you all the, the necessary okay, necessary stuff. Um, and I think we're scheduled out next week. So it'll be at the week after next, which I can tell you. Let's see. Let's get the calendar. <clears throat> get our trusty calendars out here. So uh, edit this out and not have, have you record it. So, so we have Monday and we have, I know we have 2022 and 24. So we could do as early as the 29th. 29th. Yeah. You yeah. want to do the 29th? Let's mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Do it. 6 well, p.m. my time was that? Uh, I think it's 7. I think it's 7. It's 1 o'clock our time. So now it would be an hour from now. We do it one to two. Oh, seven. Okay. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. No problem. Okay. So, what was that called? Psychological. Psychological horsemanship during hard times. Is that enough benefit? Is that enough benefit driven? Um, <laughs> we oh, don't you, care. You, you, oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't care. We're riffing. We don't, we don't even. We're, that thought we're, shows we're, up. It just classes right. We just, we're done. We're moving we're, on. We're, <laughs> It does. You, you just gotta understand where we're coming from. Yeah. We just we just do shit. Uh, <laughs> we just put it this? and go. That's well, it. We're having a, we're having a good time. Let me see. It, it, it's been great. It's let's put it this really way: it's going to benefit the three of us, and that's and what if it benefits the three of us, then it's going to benefit other people. That's the way we. Let look. me see. Look, give me the beginnings of your email address, Christiana. Info. It's still unhobbled. Info at unhobbled dot com. I haven't switched the email yet. Oh, there you are. I've got you. Okay, we got yeah, you. Send me all the info, and if I need. Oh no, I'm going to send you the uh, at least the link to your calendar. So. Oh, I have it in. Yeah. So you'll you'll get an email that gives you a link to the calendar, and then we'll give you the log on details and stuff. Okay. And, and another thing, but yeah. at least that that plants it into your calendar mm -hmm. okay it'd be fun oh yeah we'll do it. Got it. awesome awesome i think that's really great and if you will be so kind to um when this is edited and published I, i'm sure i could find yeah, it well let me let me so pitch except for the, I'll, i'm gonna lop off this ending stuff yeah. Right. But other than that, yeah, yeah. yep, you see what you get. Yeah, no, it's this cool. is it. <laughs> We'd love to put it on my website. And we'll let you oh, know. No, not a problem. Yeah, we'll you let you know when it's up. Yeah, and I'll, I'll let you know yeah. when it's up. Right. Okay, Absolutely. super. Okay. <laughs> but I had no idea that you were that horsey. And um, and Phil, thank you for playing. You know the horsemanship game. I did. You know what was? And I was just like, what? No, that's okay. He's been playing horses with me for years. What? I don't own any, but I, I get it. Like, I love this stuff. I use I'll it. Go, I'll, I'll go back to, because of my predisposition, and I've talked about this so much, I just assumed that, oh, she's heard about this horseman stuff that we talk about, and she wants to come on because she's heard us talk. I didn't know no, you No, I mean, know. I know, but I, I've heard enough. You know, I've been on your calls with ACT and stuff, but I, I somehow missed the horsemanship stuff. No, no, I, yeah, no I, 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 I was one of those people that could jump on a horse and go when I was a kid. No, it's nope. just I'm such a fan of the, I don't know, there was such um, a relief when I learned about ACT and mm. the Matrix. Mm. And I don't know, there's just something really shifted in me. I finally got it. There was like, um, a tangible way for me to grow. Um, yeah. And it really made me a much better coach and uh, listener. Cool. Yeah. Well, you're going to talk about that more. Yeah. 
on the 29th. Yes, you are. Happy to do. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and it's very, it, it's, it's every bit as, as hard-boiled as this is. Just like this. Not. Love it. No. <laughs> fine with me. Uh, we could sit here, like, we could do an entire retreat oh, out of it. Oh, yeah. oh, no, we would, we would. So, so good, yeah. We'll pop it Maybe over. Maybe that might be the next thing. Maybe we should do something like that, like a combined online retreat or something. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Virtual retreat. Then, a then virtual would, retreat. Was, yeah, and then I would bring, you know, now we talked about the videos, but yep. we could bring little. We can bring them in. Right. videos, and yep. I can film them on my own, you know, my husband yep. holds the camera. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and literally, even if people don't have access to horses, they get it. My assistants in the Philippines get it. And mm. their dog, that's a dog culture, not a yeah. horse culture. And yeah. they're like, I got it, you oh, know. Yeah. Well, you're speaking so, a universal language, you know. It's just, you are. Yeah. But the imagery is, is like, you don't have to learn. It just, no. you, it's like Bernie it's Brown talks. It's in it's your bones, you know? Yep. Yep. It is. So let's talk about that. Maybe we, we can will. Like right. a, no, we will. We're always riffing on stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call that riffing. When we do. I like riffing. riffing. <laughs> 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 you have a great rest of your day. Super. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, guys. Nice, nice to meet you, too. Okay. Talk soon, yep. then. Bye. Yep. Okay. Bye.